Welcome to the latest episode, Talk Rubbish with Boom, and a correction from last time, I said episode 11, this is actually episode 11, I'm actually skipping way ahead, so it's actually, this is episode 11, so the last one was episode 10, we talked about football, uh, just like in general chit chat about football and we like our likes and dislikes about it uh, with Paul, so quite an interesting one actually because uh, I got to know Paul when it came to playing Sunday League football, so it was weird hearing it from him because I've never known him to play football so and like he's probably likewise when it came to me and if you saw me nowadays you'd like no he definitely does not play football so this one I've been promoting this for weeks and I've always been saying I'm going to do it then something else came up and I said I don't do it then next episode came up so I finally landed this one so I'm finally going to do it it's called we're going to talk about cartoons right a wee fun podcast cartoons a now being born in the I'd say roughly halfway through the 80s, obviously my upbringing watching cartoons in the early 80s, going into, late 80s, sorry, and going into the early 90s, was far different to where my guest is, Lewis, who was born in the late 90s and obviously watched cartoons in the early 2000s and uh, and so on. So, Lewis, welcome back. Glad to be back. And uh, like I said, that was quite an interesting uh, podcast last time because like it went from talking about Generation... Uh, the styles of different generations between us two to all about you because I learned so much about you that stuff that I even never knew about you so it was rather interesting uh, so first we're going to talk about cartoons in general so first of all Lewis just to confirm like it says do you still watch cartoons actually to this day? Um, the odd one I mean I don't normally sit down and watch them but if they're, they're on the living room or anything and then I'll I watch it then, or even if I see one like on the suggestions on YouTube or anything, mm-hmm. I just click on that and then well, sit down and have a look through the episodes and stuff. See, I was the same, man. I mean, when it came to cartoons, like I, when I started watching it, and the like when I started watching cartoons, but nowadays, even at, being at my age, I mean, I still like the odd cartoon. I mean, it's more predominantly more Simpsons and Family Guy I watch, a like as a cartoon, obviously. But as for a kiddies cartoon, I mean, the last one I probably watched was I don't know if you ever remember, but it was a. Uh, he-Man, the Master of the Universe, but, like, I think this was made in the late 70s. don't know if you've ever seen that. All right. But uh, that was quite a... Uh, looking back, it was like... Uh, a dog just pulled the sword and, honestly, belted out the top of his lungs uh, by the power of Greyskull. And uh, it was just such a... Do you remember the Rocky movies? I don't know, have you ever watched the Rocky movies? Uh, I've seen a couple of them, yeah. And you know you did the training montage with that music in the background and it's like getting yeah, yeah. pumped up. That's what He-Man does to you. It's really like... Gets you pumped up. Yeah, you know what? Uh, it gets you like thinking, man, I need a sword like right now and just melt <laughs> out the top of my lungs. So, obviously, Generation Cartoons. So, can you actually remember your first cartoon that you ever watched? By, obviously, memory. So, it's, it's like... Or the first memory of a cartoon that comes up to your mind. Um, it was probably 64 Zulane on CBeebies. was probably the first one I ever remember watching. What was that, that was, Um, so basically it was like a, a kid's show where this little girl would, it would like go to bed at night and then she'd wake up because there was loads of animals and stuff outside her house and then she'd tell them a story and then it would just like fade away into a, thing with talking animals and I'll have like a scenario and stuff. 
Do you think you can ever imagine if that happened in real life? If you saw, you went to sleep and you saw animals outside your house, you uh, that that would be like the total opposite effect. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> I wouldn't sit there and be like, "Tell me a story." <laughs> Tell me a story about your day, Mister. <laughs> I, like I'm sorry for waking you up at this time of the night, but I was just wondering. You know, we're bored to death, really type thing. Uh, you know what? I mean, if I can remember correctly, I mean, I. Mean, I I don't think CBeebies was out. Like I don't know when that. I, could, I should have looked into this. I cannot remember when CBeebies came out, but I know it wasn't mad time watching cartoons. I mean, like, I mean, I, I I think even closest to it was a uh, something similar that was probably Channel Three type CITV. I think it was called in the nineties. I don't know if you've ever heard of that one. No, not really. No, I was like, Channel 3, like, this is way before, I mean, back in the days, terrestrial TV was still quite a popular thing to watch. I mean, like, nowadays you've got Sky and, like you says, YouTube or Netflix or whatever with the cartoons, but, I mean, uh, I, I mean, it was, I can't even remember the top of my, because Sabibis is quite a, a more an educational thing, isn't it? With, I think so, I've not watched it in a good couple of years. So. Yeah, same here, man. I mean, don't get me wrong, when I, I've had... Baby and babysitting or whatnot. I mean, it's the thing that goes put on, and it just comes across more educational, which is a good thing. But it's yeah. like, you know, like your Peppa Pigs and your uh, uh, Paw Patrol, and all, I just think it's more educational. Back in my days, man, we had like the Teenage Turtles, which I, I mean, that sounds quite interesting. Did you ever watch the the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I didn't watch it, but I had all of the like the toys, the action figures. Right, because I think when you were growing up, it probably was more advanced, and I think it was maybe CGI or possibly, possibly, yeah. it was uh, maybe a oh for the life of me, like no CGI, but like computerized. Because like back in my days, like it was, it was the the the, tra- the traditional turtles, and I mean, I think that cartoon by far is one of my favorite ones. And uh, if I remember correctly, man, I mean, it was more tongue-in-cheek, where I think if you watch the Turtles nowadays, it's not got that tongue-in-cheek anymore. And I don't know if that's just yeah. maybe, uh, made by design, because obviously the generation that we live in, like, let's say the Cardinals, when I was growing up, it was never, it was, it was really educational. It's always the same thing, good guy versus bad guy type thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, so... Other than, say, BBs, right, because I'm, what, what other cartoons did you watch? Um, well, we just start going from the very start forward, yeah, or just you know, start Well, you know what, I think it would be easier. What was your favourite cartoon growing up? Probably easier than going it that way. Um, all-time favourite would probably be Adventure Time. When I was a little bit younger, it would have had to be Ben 10. Right. We discussed this uh, before we came on. Well, uh, when we came to Adventure Time... What is that about, right? Because this is this is where I feel old. I have uh, like I googled it just right before I came on. I remembered uh, just I've seen the wee character before, but I've never ever. Uh, I thought that was just an emoji or a meme type thing. What is Adventure right. Time about? So basically, Adventure Time is about a couple hundred years in the future mm-hmm. after what they called the Great Mushroom War, which was a nuclear explosion that destroyed basically every human. Oh, wow. And then, and then after like countless of years and years and years, um, everything started to mutate and it got magic and stuff like that. So basically, the there's only one human left, or 
you say one human, but there's just a, a, the odd few, like they're really, really, really rare. Mm-hmm. And um, it's about this boy called Finn and his magical dog right. called Jake who can stretch. It sounds re- really, really weird. It, it's, it sounds, well, cartoons are far-fetched, aren't they? Yeah. Um, but no, so basically it's just them adventuring and getting treasure and got love interests and rescuing princesses and saving princesses and everything like that. Just like a, a normal, everyday um, cartoon, I suppose. It's got the, the bad guys, the good guys. So, like for me, uh, like I said, it's weird because like obviously I stopped I stopped watching cartoons proper probably when I was in my t- early teens, and that would have been roughly maybe at least six years before you were even born. So I mean, Adventure Time. I mean, if I said Adventure Time in my in my mind, it probably the one that I would would associate with before even knowing what it was is the Land Before Time. I watched Land Before Time as well. Oh, have you? Yeah. See, because that movie was, I think, was that only like seven or eight, uh, what did I call it again? Land Before... Was it Land Before Time? Time? Land Before Time, yeah. There's like seven or eight like feature lengths on that, alone. I think I watched yeah. the first two. Now, the top of my memory, I can't remember. I just remember it was dinosaurs kicking about. Uh, but, I mean... I, I remember that was quite popular growing up that like they had to be like eight or nine feature lamps but so I would have if you said Adventure Time and say take guess what it was about I would have probably said probably something like Land Before Time maybe not uh, the yeah. world ending and then coming back as <laughs> like stretchy dogs and stuff like that was it you put it that way it's eh? a bit you put it that way it's a bit uh, more psychedelic than, than what it actually is well, you know what? If somebody says to me here, man, I'm watching this thing and it's about a the world, like the, the, there was a huge nuclear explosion. I'd instantly think, all right, this this is a thriller or a horror. I wouldn't have thought in yeah. a news, I'd say a cartoon. Uh, what channel was that on? Uh, Cart- cartoon Network, cartoon? yeah, yeah. And what was the other one? Ben Ten. Now, Ben Ten. I I I don't know enough about Ben Ten. I have seen pictures and. Toys. I mean, I knew. I, I did know it was a popular cartoon amongst kids. So, what is Ben Ten about? Um, so basically, it's about uh, two cousins, Gwen and Ben, and they're going on a road trip with their granddad. And basically, the two cousins hate each other. Or they say hate each other. It's just like a cousin thing, or like a brother and sister type thing. And so they go on a, a road trip, and then there's a massive meteor like crashes. Right. And then Ben goes to investigate it, and then an alien watch like mm-hmm. sucks itself onto his wrist, and it lets him turn into aliens. So then just fighting bad guys and everything like that, and then it turns out that the grandpa has like loads of. That knows all about that sort of stuff mm-hmm. for some reason, and he was in a secret organization for alien and extraterrestrials and stuff. So it's all all action and fighting bad guys in that one. So, like uh, the top of my head, like Dragon Ball Z in a sense. Uh, pretty much, but it's got it's more based on like 
them just roaming around and then just suddenly for some reason running into aliens over and over and over again. So, so it's like every every week, every episode week would be some sort of an alien of some sort come down. Yeah, just appearing. So, like you said, don't know anything about ten, Ben Ten. This is going to be the interesting part. Like, I mean, I don't know if you've ever watched the cartoons that I've watched. I mean, my Cartoon Network when I watched it, uh, it was. I don't know if you've ever heard of Wacky Races. Yeah, I've seen Wacky Races. Not oh. a lot, but. I mean, I thought, I thought Wacky Race was absolutely standing. And it was such a basic concept, right, of a, I think it was like nine drivers, you know, racing. And, you know, it was always like a Dick Dastardly was with the, the Muttley. And yeah. they'd always cheat. And, you know, this is the amazing part. They were the bad guys, but I was so wanting them to win one race because they tried so hard every episode to just get one win and they would do anything. And it was, you know, they never... I think they maybe won once, I think, eh, to the top of my head. And, I mean, I, I was always itching for them to win. And I was so gutted every time they never won. I think it was because I was like, it's such a shame. Let, let, just let them win at least one or two, man, and I'd be yeah. more than happy. Eh, the other one was, tried so hard. Yeah, it was. It was like one of those situations where I think it's an everyday life. I mean, there's some people that just didn't succeed, and you're like, oh man, what can I do next? And you know, then you're taking shortcuts, and it still doesn't help. And or you don't win this, or you don't win that, and you're just like, you're, you know, you feel deflated. And I felt deflated for them. Cartoon, fair enough, but my god, I was sitting there going, please, just win at least one or two. That one was a Inspector Gadget. Oh yeah, I've got the. Theme tune stuck in my head. <laughs> I won't. Sorry, I won't get you to sing it. Don't worry. Uh, I thought that was a pretty simple concept. Like, I mean, like a cop type thing, but but can do all this stuff like stretch, climb up, put set, put wheels in his feet, helicopter. He could turn himself into absolutely anything. But in hindsight, if that was real life, man, you'd be probably invincible. Like nobody would be able to uh, touch you. And then there was another one uh, that I remember growing up was. Uh, DuckTales. I don't know if you've ever seen, watched DuckTales. I've not seen DuckTales, but I know the characters from the Christmas special one. Oh. With Scrooge and things. Yeah. Is that I'm the pretty one, sure they were in there. Is that the one where... The, the, the one that I watched with DuckTales was... A Christmas one was a, the... The nephews, three of them, a, ruined... No, they're not ruined Christmas, but they wished that Christmas would happen every day. And the whole concept... Uh, and they go to Santa's thing and they mess around the list and stuff, is it? Yeah, that and I think they can like they get, they get the idea of how to appreciate Christmas uh, to their family. Uh, so, other cartoons that you watched, because I'm going to try and see, compare the generations, if, if I've watched anything that you've not watched. Okay. To versus what you've not, what I've not watched, what you've watched. Right? So, Ben 10 and Adventure Time, I've not watched. Right, so I've definitely not watched that. Now, what year was that roughly about? Would you say like uh, two thousand five, two thousand six, maybe? Um, I think Ben Ten was probably around two thousand nine. I want to say. Was it that? Two thousand nine, ten. Oh, around that. That's not that long ago. If you put it in hand. No, and then I think Adventure Time was probably around the same time, maybe two thousand eleven. See, so they're more recent ones. So I'm trying to think that I've watched that. I'm just the top of my head uh, that I've watched. I don't think you have watched. And this is where, this is where hindsight. Do you think? Oh man, nah, this guy is old. 
a Thundercats. I've never actually seen it, but I'm going to try and re, like, re-release it. I'm pretty sure they've done a remake. Well, long I mean, I know it wasn't a movie, not as of yet, but I mean, it could potentially be a movie, I suppose. Uh, it was, I think it's uh, Thundercats. It was like, I watched that in He-Man. That was the two main ones uh, in the late 80s. And uh, I mean, I was more of a He-Man guy just because, like I said at the start, I mean, to, to see somebody shout the top of his lungs. <laughs> and they had a cat called Gringer. And uh, it would change into battle cat, so it was this Gringer little wee, that was like a lion. It was like a huge like cat type thing, but it was always scared yeah. of everyone. So when He Man would point his sword at him and uh, turned him into the battle cat, I mean, it went, so his voice would be like the quick squeaky like this, and I'd be speaking like this. And then as soon as he was uh, turned into his battle cat, he would be like, "So who are we gonna get next?" And things. So I was like, "Wow." Man, I need to get change. Yeah, it's like it just I don't know, it just had that level of like that rocky feel, like it got you pumped up, man. You're like, my god, I just like this. I like this guy, man. I mean, and it was amazing because I always remember, and it goes back to when, like, when I was watching wrestling as well. Me and my mates were playing, and I said, "Build the top of my lungs, but by the power of Grayskull, I have the power." And I just right hit me as hard as you can. I won't feel this, man. And he smacked me so hard, man. And I was really, and I was like, "Wow!" It's like I've not got the power of Grayskull just yet. And I was trying now. I was like, "What does he do different from me?" Because uh, I used to wear the, my pants and my I wear just like my rope around my neck and down my sides to make it look like I was wearing his body armor. Uh, well, I think if I look back now, I'd, I wouldn't look anything like it. Aye, I probably like some young boy that had a dream, a dream that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> Hey, so. I agree with animals at the same time, don't I? <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to go over that, man. I mean, like I said, if you take perspective, if that was real life, you saw these animals yeah. outside your house, you're like, whoa. First of all, two things would happen. One, you'd be brave enough to say, right, shoot, shoot. Or two, you'd be like, nah, you're like, you'd be phoning an animal control or something like that. And you're like, I have got all these, like, animals here, and, you know, what is this all about, you know? Now, I always remember as well the discussion that we had not that long ago, and we're talking about the Power Rangers, right? Now, you right. watched a different generation of Power Rangers than I did. I did indeed. Uh, so, I watched, obviously, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the very first season, the original Power Rangers. So, this is where we're going to compare the two, right? So, you, what one did you watch? Um, it was Dino Force, I believe. That's what they were called. So... Now, if you compare the two, right, have you seen any episode of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Um, I probably have. I think they done, uh, they didn't re-release it, but they re-showed the older ones on Cartoon Network. Oh, no, it wasn't Cartoon Network. I don't know what one it was. Right. Um, what channel it was, but I remember they always used to say, I have like a disclaimer at the start, that these are trained actors, don't try and imitate yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. anything. And then you done it anyway. I, I tried to do a backflip and only broke my neck. Uh, but so but, out of the two, but do you still do you still like say the Dino Force Power Rangers was better than the Mighty Morphin? Um, I would say I preferred it just because I was much more uh, modern about dinosaurs. Oh, you a dinosaur fan? I like dinosaurs. Yeah. There's another thing I didn't learn about you. There we go. Uh, see, the thing is about the Power Rangers, and I think what made it interesting was, like I said, uh, and I, I, this is, I never watched the Dino Force, so I don't know if this is going to be similar, so 
If it is similar, then we'll discuss it. If not, then obviously you'll need to tell me more. Uh, the main more film says it was five teams uh, that got chosen uh, to, you know, by uh, Lord Zordon to become the Power Rangers. They, they t- got teleported to, uh, uh, oh, I can't remember what they called it now, the lair somewhere in the, up somewhere in underwater, I think, maybe. And they, they, they were like, Saying this is, you know, you are guys are going to save the world. You've got this Rita woman, and she's going to be trying to destroy the world. So your purpose is to to protect the world, type thing. And they, so obviously they give them the 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 wee coin thing way that held the wee gadget, and you know this is, this is morphing time and the transforming into the Power Rangers. And I think what made this interesting for me, even though when I look back, I'm like, oh, really, this was strange. First of all, if you were the Pink Ranger, all you ever wore was pink clothes. Yeah. If you were the Red Ranger, all you ever wore was red clothes. You know what I mean? So it kind of gave it away already that, like, who's who. But also the fact that Billy, who was the Blue Ranger, and I think maybe... Was that the, the shark, was it? Eh? Is he the shark? No, he... With a, it's Morphin Time. So it says Tyrannosaurus, Pterodactyl, Seven... He, no, he wasn't seven to that. Tyrannosaurus. Oh, is he actually coming think about it? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I should remember that. More often time, it was Triceratops, Sepitotiger, Tyrannosaurus. Maybe, I can't remember. It was the Blue Ranger anyway. And uh, in see, without him morphing, he sucked as a fighter. And he right. couldn't fight. He couldn't do this. He was fighting the putties. He couldn't do nothing. But as soon as he turned into the Blue Ranger, he was like, this, like, he would, be, he would annihilate anybody. And I was like, I, I just didn't get that part. Like, I was like, why, is he, why does he suck trying to fend off these guys? But then as soon as he morphs, man, he's like invincible. Uh, then obviously Tommy, who became the lead of the Power Rangers in the end, but he was a Green Ranger, then he turned evil, but then he turned good, but then his powers were controlled by Rita. Then I got destroyed. And then a couple of episodes later, he came back as the White Ranger and he was the saber-toothed tiger, which honestly, if you've seen it, it was phenomenal because when the dinosaurs, uh, when like they're you know they fought in the robot thing, they would mesh and morph into one big massive robot type fighter. Yeah. Uh, which was like phenomenal. Now the Megazord, whatever it's called. I know. I can't. What was it called, sorry? A Megazord. Megazord. There we go. There we go. So now was the Dino Force like that? Would you say? Like, um, I'm sure. I'm sure they had one. I'm sure. I- Look at a picture right now. Mm-hmm. Because um, I never watched yeah, any Rangers other than the Mighty Morphin. Yeah, they had um, they had a giant dinosaur type thing. So well, it wasn't really a dinosaur, but it had like a giant T Rex um, head on the front. Oh, I'm pretty sure that's what the other ones had. Not T Rex, but it had like a face in the front and it had all the different arms and and whatnot. It's see, I think with the Power Rangers now, you probably were in the same boat as me. Like every figure you got, everything that jammies, bed covers, whatever, you just always got merchandise of some sort of a, well I did when it came to the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers like I said, that was nineteen ninety five. You know, I mean yeah. and I, I I know over the years they've done different uh, reboots of the Power Rangers. But I don't think they could ever beat the original. Now, that's just coming from me, but then you need to bear in mind then, obviously, when you started watching it, the, the parents that you were watching at the time was probably more modern, uh, more, yeah. like, 
and date. But, you know, and it's amazing because, like, I thought it was amazing growing up. But see, when I watched an episode not long ago, just to, I quite fancied watching one to see what it was like. And it was like, it was crazy to think that the thing that I loved when I looked back now, I was like, man, that was very cheesy. Like, I was like, wow. But still got a fond love for it, man. I always have, man. I still, I mean, I, I can still sit and watch an episode there and here. So, I mean, for me, Power Rangers was the, the, the end thing that, that that became so huge in, in a matter of t- in a matter of, like a few episodes. I don't know how, but, but uh, it did like take over the world, you know. And I don't think the Dino Rangers did that. I don't think. No, you know. I think they were more. Uh, it was uh, pre pre knowing and then all oh, those mysteries. And then, yeah, it came out. And then um, I watched Dino Force, and then there was also one. With like ninjas, all right. Like ninja helmets, right? Ninja Storm. I think that was two thousand and three. Ninja Storm. Ninja Storm. N- then that's not a Power Rangers. Um, it should be. Like it says, I, I, you know what? Like it says that it was a Mighty Morphin. I, I mean, I think they. Made, I mean, I watched a little bit of the second one. Now I can't remember the second one, but because all, all because it had, I think, three original characters from the original Power Rangers. Yeah. But I couldn't ever remember. Uh, after that, and it was, it was just one of those things. Where it's like one of those things. It's like sometimes you can't beat the original, but if people weren't born in that stage and then watched like stuff that was modern to them now. Then to them that's probably the be all end all, and thought the other ones was like, pretty like old looking type thing. Yeah. Uh, also, so other than the Power Rangers, right? I'm trying. Did you ever watch uh, Dragon Ball Z? Because I mentioned that earlier on. Um, I have seen it, but I wouldn't say I was a uh, an avid watcher. Right. But Take it that was I, something that you couldn't get into, or was it just something? Um, it wasn't really on. At times where I could watch it, if you know what I mean, right. it'd either be during the day or past my bedtime. And just to fill so like, like, just to just to get out there, what time? What was your bedtime when you were younger? Uh, I think it was eight o'clock. Uh, I was the same. Eight o'clock on the dot in bed, and I always remember I used to have a wee portable telly that my mum forgot that she bought me, so I always watched that till about eleven, twelve, and then I'd be shattered the next day. And I, yeah. it's Sud's law because I still haven't learnt from that, and I'm now still doing that to this day. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's just one of those things, man. I mean, but, so any crossovers of cartoons that you remember? Because I, when I, we had a couple of crossovers when we were growing up, uh, we had the Jetsons meet the Flintstones. All right. And I, like I says, that was to see a like a Stone Age era meet a futuristic era and I think it was the Jetsons that went to Flintstone Bedrock uh, uh, I think that's how it worked out, I'm pretty sure it did and the crossover there was absolutely phenomenal and only just because it took not just two cartoons, like two popular cartoons but two timescales to mesh into one, like to have like a Stone Age and a futuristic meeting because I think what made the Flintstones so Amazingly good was the fact. It was the fact that they had cars and they had to use their feet. You know, what I mean, it wasn't like they had pedals. They had to use their feet to drive their cars. They had the, if I remember, a, a, for a pet, it wasn't a dog. It was a dinosaur. Yeah. 
uh, like their sink wasn't uh, it wasn't like drainage. It was like a dinosaur under it eating the garbage. Like a you know how sometimes in America they've oh you know thing they have in this kind you can pour your food down this like blender type thing so it'll go down the drain a wee bit better. And so I mean, and I think that's what made the fun so such a genius idea because. I mean, like, it generally made me think when I was younger, because, like, when I think, you know, even to this day, I still think about it, like, how did people back in the Stone Age live the way they did? Because you know what it's like here. If it's pretty chilly or cold, man, we put the heating on. You know what I mean? Or if you're tired, you can just go to your bed under a set of covers, or you want to watch telly on your couch with your comfies on. But you can imagine back in those days that a... There was no way if it was cold, other than lighting a fire, there was no way they could keep themselves warm, but they still survived. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's what made me think about Flintstones, but I thought Flintstones was such a genius, genius cartoon. Uh, especially, I always remember I had, a, uh, I had a baby called Bam Bam, and this baby was absolute powerful, like, um, like Bruce Lee strength type power, man. I mean, like, it left anything, like... And I was just such a such a far fetched thing for it, such a genius thing, you know what I mean? And it was like it made them stand out, and I always loved that uh, about that. Uh, and also the Jetsons, like I said, so it was more futuristic, up in space, and it was like another dimension, another world that was functional that you could live up there and not have a problem like flying cars and stuff like that, and yeah. like spaceships or things. And it made me think because did you ever watch the I'm not going off subject here, but Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Um, I've not really been a big fan of Terminator, but I've seen a couple of them. I don't know if they've seen Judgment Day or not. Well, see, uh, what's your thoughts on this? Because the only reason I'm asking is because, see, when back when I was growing up, they, they, I mean, they made it out that this, that this, like, roughly about where we are now, that you'd have your flying cars, like, you'd have, like, a robots working for you and things like that, and it's not even like that, it's not even near it. Did you ever get that feeling growing up watching like certain things that, that you kind of like that's the future that's going to come hold up? Would it be, or was it like cartoons would make you think like that, but it was going to be like in 2030, 2040 type thing? Um, I didn't really think of like certain dates, but <clears throat> I just thought that everything that was like in the cartoons could possibly be a thing, even though there was like not a chance. It could even happen. <laughs> like with, like, the, like no. an alien watch that could transform you into different things or having a stretchy dog. You know what? Oh, I mind you saying that. Is there no, like, well, maybe not a stretchy dog, but is there no, like, a dog out there that's quite long-bodied and small legs out there somewhere? I'm pretty sure there is. I can't remember what the dog's... The, the gash friend, whatever it's called. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, man. I mean, I, I, mean, I think... The cartoons of me growing up was probably more realistic. When I say more realistic, more realistic in the sense of what the world was like. Because I always remember, like, um, there was a cartoon. It was probably the first educational cartoon I ever watched. And I don't know if you ever remember. It was called Captain Planet. No, I've, I've heard of it again, but I don't know what it's about. Or Basically, the, there was five kids roaming about. But they would deal with real-life issues. And always, all, there was always one that stood out. Now, they had these rings, and they would say fire, water, and peace or whatever and this form of a man came up and he was always right he was always done by always done by good never bad and there was one episode that stood out for me there was a guy that had hiv and uh, i never heard it never knew how you could get it i just never i never heard it whatsoever but what made that 
program that in particular episode stand out for me. Now I can remember like it was yesterday. It was the fact that he was HIV positive, and people were too scared to go near him and think differently of him. And I never got it. I mean, I didn't understand it, but I knew there was that he had something that people were judging him on. Yeah. And uh, I always remember uh, at the end, you know, they were saying, look, just because he's got this means you can't even shake his hand. doesn't mean that you can't, you know, you can't catch anything off this guy. And that just, I think it was such a moral, high, very high moral episode and cartoon in general, you know, that tackle real life issues, you know, like, like you must have thought, imagine in the early 80s now, like I said, I can't remember it myself, but when I, I look back on YouTube, somebody said HIV or whatnot, it'd be like, you know, it'd be like, you can't go near these guys or, you know, you know, they can infect you and things of that nature. And I think that car, the Captain Plant was the first to really tackle it for kids, you know, saying, look, oh. these things happen, but, you know, it's not, you, you know, you don't treat them any different from any, just because of this and that, you know. And I think it hit home because it made me think, because obviously I was mixed race, well, I am still mixed race, but being mixed race, I was... Going like, through that phase. I know, I was thinking that's like... Next stage is stretchy dog. <laughs> you can imagine, I'm from here, now I see the stretchy dog, <laughs> to a talking dinosaur and an alien coming to you. Yeah. But uh, it made me think that, you know, I knew that I was not 100% the same as everybody else. I knew, I mean, in a sense of that, I had a different background. But uh, I, I, I like the candy cartoons because I think if you... Have you ever watched an episode of Peppa Pig? Yeah, I think I think. I think that's the most annoying cartoon character I've ever watched in my entire life. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it is. I think it's just always whining and moaning about stuff. Uh, I can see where you're coming from. I mean, a lot of people maybe see it differently, but I mean, I don't see the value of it. All. I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah. I don't, but I just don't see the value of that cartoon. Uh, definitely not. Uh, like I say, it's... Captain Planet was one thing, but Peppa Pig is just... I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm a lot older and I was watching it. I was like, wow. I don't know how people can even enjoy this. You know? Uh, was there any cartoons that... Because, I, I mean... It might not be, but, I mean... Was there any cartoons that stood out for you that... That made you a fanatic? Like, a proper obsessed fanatic of this cartoon? Um, it would probably be Adventure Time, but... There was also, um, trying to think what it's called. Not Venture Time. It's, um, the mind's gone blank. <laughs> Ask the question again. It says, if was there any cartoons that you became a fanatic with, so you were absolutely obsessed with it? <clears throat> oh, it would probably, probably be Sonic X. What have you ever heard of that one? I haven't. So first, before I ask the next question, what is that about? Um, you know Sonic the Hedgehog? Yes. It's basically that, but as a, as like a, has its own storyline and things. And what made you become such a fanatic? Because, like, what captivate, What captured you? There must have been something about that that so captured I was, you. I was like, I used to... Like share a bedroom with my brother, and he had it on. Yeah. Well, I know. Well, I was falling asleep one night, so I, like I only vividly remembered it, and I woke up the next morning thinking that it was a a dream. 
Uh-huh. I couldn't find it anywhere. He didn't know what I was talking about when I said the Sonic cartoon. <laughs> and then a couple of years later, yeah. I saw it in a suggestion, a suggestion video on YouTube, the first episode. Right. So I watched it, and then I binge watched. I think it was like a hundred and something episodes over the course of three weeks. Oh wow! So me... it was like a. So what? What? What glued you to it? I think just the fact that um, I knew my one of my all-time favorite video game characters was in it, right. uh, Shadow the Hedgehog. Right. And I think I was just trying to watch it until I could get to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I could see see your favorite like video game character just be in a TV show and then just doing like random things. But. I did manage to get there, and it wasn't uh, wasn't as worth it as I thought it was going to be. Oh, because they're, they're making a new Sonic movie. I think it's released. Are they? I, I, Jim Carrey's playing Robotnik. I'm not really sure when that's released. I'm pretty sure that's released in... Uh, I think it's late this year, maybe early next year. But I know they're making a new Sonic. Because there's one thing that I, I know a lot of people, and I, I can pretty much safe to say you've probably watched it, if not still... Uh, can look back and say yes I definitely did or maybe you didn't was Pokemon oh yeah now, I never I, watched, I, that. I never I never watched an episode in my life never one not one and and like it says I never my brother did I never got it now this is the thing that I didn't get right about Pokemon because I did I mean I, my brother had it on and so I mean you'd sometimes watch it sometimes you didn't but I mean I never really paid attention to it to, to confirm that I watched an episode but that yeah. Pikachu was the main character, main Pokemon, but wasn't the most powerful. And I didn't yeah. understand that. Now, can you clarify, or somehow clarify, why that was the case? Because um, in the games, you've normally got three different star Pokemon, right. such as a fire one, a water one, or a grass one, and Pikachu is an electric type. Right. So it's, you never really got... You never really got to choose Pikachu, and I think there's a couple games that you are allowed to choose it, but I think that's going off the storyline off the actual, like, TV show. Right. So yeah, it's like, um, kind of, uh, he was an outcast, it was a Pikachu. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, nobody wanted him, so he was left, and then since Ash woke up late, I think, right. that was the only one left. And then oh. Pikachu despised Ash, and Ash, like, didn't despise Pikachu, but just wanted to, uh, an actual Pokemon that would listen to him. Right. So, it was, like, kind of rebellious, and then, I think, over the course of, like, the, the show, um, like, a friendship kind of grew, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, he just kind of became the mascot of Pokemon, right. because so everyone that, knew him. So that's the origins, then? Yeah, pretty much. He was a, a misbehaved Pokemon. He looks and so then, adorable as well. Like, it looks like somebody that, you, if you said boot him, would probably run. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know they're making a new Pokemon movie as well. Uh, now, the Inspector one. one, isn't it? Uh, I mean, Inspector Pikachu. No, like I said, no, what is, I think what's amazing with some cartoons, like, I mean, like if you look at it, Nowadays, I mean, you've got some reboots coming up, like the, like the Turtles that made the the, the the new Turtle movies that were recently yeah. out, the, the Pokemon movie, the Sonic movie. Uh, is there any cartoon that you'd think, 
you know what, they can make a feature length on this, like an actual movie. Well, they've already done Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah, you can't beat Scooby-Doo. That thing, that's brilliant cartoon. Brilliant cartoon. Have you seen the one where they cross over with John Cena? You know what, I've seen that. Is that the one where they... I think it was Scooby-Doo and I had John Cena. Scooby-Doo won the WWE belt in the end. Um, I can't remember the end. I just can't remember. I didn't know who John Cena was. Oh, did you not? No, I wasn't a big follower of... uh, of WWE, I only really knew Grey Mysterio because we had the one of the wrestling games right. on the PS3, right. and he was he was the only one that looked somewhat appealing because the rest were just you know they all looked the same apart from the Undertaker, and he's not the most attractive <laughs> character to play. So I thought Grey Mysterio was pretty cool, but I only knew his name. Grey Mysterio, he's still on it, kicking about. I always remember what could be doing. That was the one where the it was, if I remember correctly, Triple H was the bad guy. Like, it turned out, because you know how they scooby do it, always at the end of each episode, they reveal who the evil guy was, and it was like the guy at the start. Yeah. And I think what made scooby do such amazing, I think if I watched an episode now, it'd be different, but when I, when I look back, you never knew who the bad guy was, but it was there all along. Like, it was already, the clues yeah. were there. And you were sitting there going, oh, I wonder who this guy is. And then there's like, maybe like, for example, like the doctor in this island somewhere. And uh, he'd be like, I don't know, like he'd be planting the seeds, like even just the things he would say, and you'd, but you never thought it was him because he acted so nice. And then at the end, of, like the big reveal was the doctor all along, you know. And I think what made it interesting was, was you'd like they'd have like this maybe paranormal, like ghosts kicking about or aliens, but it wasn't real in the end, you know. They just dressed yeah. up as these things, which I thought was really good. Uh, what's your so other than that though? So there's no thinking a cartoon that you can think of that you think I'd like to see that as a movie. Um, I would like to see Adventureland as a movie, mm-hmm. but I think if there was a live action one, it would ruin it. Just because he's got such a, a basic face, right? I don't really want to have an actor's face right. like on the back of it. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So just to keep the simplicity of it. So maybe more of a CGI, or do you think maybe more just like what it is, the original, like, like the cartoon? Um, there's been loads and loads of episodes um, mm-hmm. where it's, like, had different art styles and stuff. Right. Like, they'll be in a computer game. They've actually done a crossover with Minecraft, believe it or not. I just watched that the other day there, because somebody told me about it, and I did not believe them. <laughs> and it is actually a thing, so... Oh, wow. And yeah, I, and I like crossovers. The, I mean, don't get me wrong. One of the best crossovers, and for me, and like I said, probably everybody's seen it. And like I said, because like you've got The Simpsons, which I think every cartoon that's ever made, that's probably the most the most popular cartoon that's ever made of all time. I mean, yes. I mean, and the, and the good thing about The Simpsons was I think it was designed for all ages, you know. And you yeah. had like you know your typical stereotype father that would be lazy at work and didn't want to. Do housework, didn't want to go to church, he wanted to watch football, he wanted to drink and blah blah blah. And then you had Marge who was the, the nice housewife and then Bart, who, my god man, such a rebellious kid man. I mean, I think if I had a son like that, I mean wow. I just I, I don't know what I'd do. You'd probably put, put like yeah, you're going to private school and you're gonna learn the hard way in a sense. Lisa, who was like the smartest kid in school, and then obviously Maggie that never uttered a word 
uh, at all. And never grew. Like, none of them grew. I mean, I watched it for 18 years and not one of them even aged. I think maybe Homer aged a couple of times and maybe Marge did. But the best crossover for me was the, the Simpsons and Family Guy. And I think because... The, I think it was the first time in a long time, and I think I'll go across back to the Jetsons and the Flintstone type thing, was the Simpsons and the Family Guy, even though they're completely different, because one's based for adults and one's based for maybe teens and kids, was that they were paralleling being as popular as each other. Yeah. And, you know, you had Homer and Peter that were probably the most similar characters in any cartoon I've ever watched. Like, if you had to pick two cartoons... That was kind of like parallel day two characters with the main characters, and they they were the exact same in how they done it, and they like I said I thought it was genius how they done the cartoon uh, the crossover like it was very very well done, and how they you know like for example like you know how the Simpsons have got yellow coloured skin, and yeah. the you know Family Guys just like look like, look like whatever race you are. And then they were like, went in and they were walking past all these, like the Simpsons and like, and they were like saying, man, there must be something in the water. Why they're just getting so yellow. <laughs> you know, it's that tongue in cheek type thing. And I thought it was just absolute genius. And I think as well, what made that so good was the fact that, that Homer and uh, Peter's characters, eh, it blended in so well with each other. Like I've, like, I don't know what it was. It just like, you know, when you just watch like a movie, like I'm trying to think top of my head. It just flows. Ah, it's like, like that, like the, the the dynamics and the charisma and the the gelling of the characters were there. And I think that's what made it so amazing, and uh, it was funny. It was fresh because the Simpsons have kind of lost its magic. I think over the last couple of seasons. Yeah, um, and they've been getting in trouble for doing stuff that they used to be able to get away with, but everyone's taking a a turn and you know finding what, it offensive. What's actually your thoughts on that? Uh, I think. They should just keep on keep on going and don't don't really care about what people are are thinking. I mean, if it's funny, it's funny. Uh, not everything's uh, all in line with the the correct terms and yeah. whatnot. Because I think when it comes to the Simpsons, man, I mean, I don't think it's ever stereotyped anybody. No. I mean, I don't think it has. I mean, I can watch it and I've, I mean... And well, this is coming uh, from maybe it's stereotyped a little bit, but yeah, well, I mean, it's in a funny way and like an overly stereotyped. It's not like it's actually insulting anyone. Yeah, because like, I'm half Chinese, you know. So for me, I mean, if I see like a tongue-in-cheek, some, like, not making fun, but like, when the Simpsons went to China, like, I always remember that episode and they... Uh, I wasn't offended on anything like that because it is, it's just tongue in cheek. It's like, yeah, I think you have, you've got to lighten up. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was different if they were like proper racist about something, then I yeah. get it, then I would understand why they would be saying that, but I just don't see where the where the racist on the stereotype because it's like, suppose like still game, you know, it's something similar to that. You've got Navida works in the corner shop and, you know, it's just tongue in cheek. You know, it's 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 just the culture that, that we live in anyway. So yeah. I've never ever thought about it in that way and then and I, when I did read that they were going to some characters were going to go and they were going to keep it you know different and maybe more political but I'm like I'm thinking to myself you know I don't see what the problem is I get it if they were like proper like racist towards or stereotyping or anything like that. I would get it but I just don't see it like I don't see where they've done wrong and I think it's a shame because uh, I think the world that we live in now is far too political. Yeah. 
you know, and it's I, to relax a little bit. Yeah, it's like it's not a bad thing. I get it. If, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't condone racism by any means whatsoever. Like, I definitely don't. Uh, so for me, I mean, it's a different. If it were, I would be a hundred percent saying, "Yeah, totally agree." But I just, I've no no, and it's a shame because uh, I think The Simpsons is a cult classic. I mean, I mean, it's as a cult. I mean, I was a part of my culture growing up. Like every time between seven and eight, and on a Sunday between six and eight, that's what you watched was The Simpsons. Yeah, I mean, and not once did I ever feel like offended. I think, if, I mean, Family Guy's probably borderline try to push push the boundaries, but yeah. And, and that's just like the nature of it though yeah and it is and you know like it says again it's one of those sense of humours it's, it's light hearted sense of humour you know what I mean I think it's one of those things if you can't laugh at yourself then you can't well, really laugh at anything else and with Family Guy I've never really been offended because uh, again it's just that tongue in cheek type you know like it's an overly exaggerated accent aye exactly and it's just one of those things where I don't think it should be like that but you know it's just the world that we live in and it's, it's a shame but uh, you know what I think it's just the generation that has changed now to the point where it's different you know you've got to really uh, like TV shows or whatever have to kind of like watch what what they can promote and what they can't promote and what they can do as a story and what they can do as a storyline. line I get, yeah. and, and I get it, but at the same time, I don't get it. I get it, like, if if they say certain things that they shouldn't be saying. Like, South Park is probably the worst for it, I think. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, probably. I mean, I mean, I would not even repeat half the things on podcast <laughs> what they would do on it. But at the same time, I've always found it funny because at the end of the day, like it says, it was just more tongue-in-cheek than anything else. You know what I mean? It's no... It's, it's nothing that... A, that you that they're not a t- target in anything or anyone, and I mean that's just my opinion. I mean a lot of people would be different. Like I know the older generation probably don't appreciate like the Family Guys and the Simpsons of this world, and I. But I mean the generation I've grown up in, and obviously yourself as well, man. I mean we're in the same boat, you know. And I, I don't oh. know where it's coming from, but I have. When I think I read it one time that we were get rid of Apu, and I was like, oh no, definitely don't, man. He's like the yeah. cornerstone of that. Like if you get rid of Apu, you better get rid of uh, Willie as well, because I'm not having a nice Scottish accent being made fun of on <laughs> an American TV show. How dare they? You know what? And it's funny because we, Willie, the character. I mean, it's the fact that I, I mean, it's not even a typical Scotsman. You know what I mean? It's, it's, and that's what makes it funny because it's not a typical Scotsman. It's just a stereotype. It is. I mean, like it's like, a, like the ginger beard and then the you know the, yeah. the very you know the Scottish accent. I mean, it's just not even a it's not even a Glaswegian one. You know, it's like oh you're right, mate, man. You might get like gets a bottle of ginger and stuff. It's not even like that. It's like a very oh kind of like type thing. And yeah. Like, wow, man. Because we had to speak like that. We sound like that. You know. But at the same time, he's he's such a cultural icon for our like in a sense of yeah. just and it, like he says, I mean, you don't really see any of us saying, "Oh man, we need to get him off that penguin now," because that's not that's that's definitely not happening. You know what I mean? So uh, it's a shame, and like he says, I think a uh, cartoons over the generation of decades, a decades, a decades, it has changed so much. I mean, like when I watched cartoons, it was more. Good guy versus bad guy. You had your violence in it, or it was like well, that's the kind of cartoons I watched, or like, or you had your like Disney movies. But I think cartoons over time is you know what I mean that you've seen the change in it. 
seeing how the storylines are not, they're completely different. And I think it's more educational nowadays, which I do get for the younger ones, but yeah. they don't have the, the classics like, like DuckTales or oh, Chippin, the, uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. They've done a movie in that. They've done a few movies. Oh, yeah. They had the cartoons in there. I thought Alvin and the Chipmunks was a, like a standalone movie, and then I realised afterwards they had like, a whole series about it. Mm-hmm. I remember. I watched that, Alvin and the Chipmunks. And there's just so many. I mean, I think what would. I mean, I think what they're smart with people nowadays with cartoons is, and in general, is like bringing it back to modern day era nowadays. You know, they made, they made Inspector Gadget a couple of years ago. I don't think it became a a big massive movie, but still, people remember like Flags and Me. I was like, whoa, man, that's amazing. Like and I think that you'd be in the same boat if they made like Adventure Time if they made a movie like that like you'd have to watch it no matter what even if it looked rubbish yeah. I need to watch it. Just uh, for nostalgia. Uh, you know what? Hit the nail on the head. It is nostalgia and it's one of those uh, things where it's like a I rem- it's like it takes you back to your childhood and you can reminisce. Oh, I'll remember that. That was good. But then you compare it and like uh, like did you ever watch the new Power Rangers movie? No, not yet. But I've seen parts of it. it looks a lot more detailed than I think. Yeah, it looks I think it's more more, advanced. I think it's. Aye, it's more advanced. I think it's more darker. I mean, uh, it's nothing like what I originally watched in the Mighty Morphin. The Mighty Morphin was poor, cheesy type thing, which was really good. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I mean, the the, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers when they made it, this one, it was like, I think it was more darker. The character's background was more darker. Yeah. And uh, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed the movie. Don't get me wrong, I thought it was fantastic. But they never morphed to the end because they couldn't morph. That was the problem. They had to master the art of morphing before they even became Power Rangers. Uh, and right. That was sort of different. Uh, I never expected that. But saying that, it was then the build up and anticipation of seeing it happening for the first time. And you're like, oh come on! And I mean, their suits were fantastic, man. How they done it, man. Like it was more modern, futuristic type suits. And I was like, wow, like an actual suit, not just a. Uh... Latex. A cloth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just like a cloth and a helmet. <laughs> so, was there any computer games that you ever played that was a from a cartoon? So, obviously, Sonic, you played that. You played Sonic, but yeah. was there any cartoons that you... In, necessarily not felt like, well, that's a bit disappointing because it wasn't like the cartoon that I watched. Um... I had Spongebob on the, the DS, oh not DS, it was either Game Boy or DS, yeah. yeah. And that was frustrating, because it was just, um, the art of blowing bubbles in a certain way to clear a level, so that you could blow it, and then you can jump on top of them and stuff like that. Right. I can't remember much about it now, but it was just, uh, like, Spongebob must really struggle in day-to-day life. That's some <laughs> skill he has. <laughs> Poor old Spongebob, no. eh? <laughs> I know. Like, for me, I think the, the first computer game that I ever played was the Power Rangers, and that was in the SNES, and Nintendo, and then uh, the Turtles. Pretty sure that was a Mega Drive. Sonic, of course, but then I think there was Sonic before the cartoon. Uh, and... I think, can I think, oh my god, just so that I remembered, oh no, what are they called? It was a football team, and they were like, it was about trying to get to the game, something would happen, evil, they'd prevail evil, and then play the football game, and always won the game, and for the life of me, I cannot remember that cartoon, and now I need to Google it, 
It was. Is it, was that recently? No, that that recent, recent? in the nineties. Oh right, no, because uh, there was a football one. Oh, I think it was on Constant Network about uh, being played in space. Oh no, it wasn't like that. I watched it like twice because I wasn't a big massive fan of football, but just as you said that reminded me of it. I know. I'm just trying to think. No, oh, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll come off this podcast and then I'll remember. And for the life of me, that was quite a... Was it something lightning, thunder or something? Uh, lightning? Oh, I can't remember. I generally cannot remember. Uh, like I says, but you know what? It just shows you the, the, the difference in cartoons that you more so probably watch more of mine than I ever did watch of yours. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it does show, because like, I mean, half the cartoons you have mentioned, I have no idea. Like, I couldn't tell you even... A, Pokemon probably to a push. I would say, I mean, I, I mean, what's the most powerful Pokemon out there? Um, I don't think there is one. I think it's just preference. Oh, there's quite a few really strong ones. But I think preference? me too. Um, my favourite one's probably Blaziken. And why is that? Um, he's just really cool. And he just, so basically he starts off as like an adorable little chick called Torchic. Right. So it's basically a bright orange chicken with little like tuft of, hair, or, like, tuft of feathers at the top uh-huh. and then it evolves into combustion which is um, like a, a bigger it's kind of almost a young boy like in build uh-huh. with uh, just like a, a bird's head looks really really weird um, and then uh, finally evolves into blaziken which is just like this massive, like six foot, seven foot giant chicken thing, like almost like a He-Man character, right? Right. And he's got like claws, and really, really cool, cool legs and stuff. Is it one of those things where if it was outside your house, you definitely would not go out? Um, I'd probably try and try and catch it. <laughs> I want that thing. Do you play that Pokemon Go? Um. I don't play it actively, but if I'm like sitting down waiting for somebody, or I've got free time, I'll just like go on it for like two minutes, and then that'll be it. Cause I don't actually go out and do stuff. Because I know that I've heard that they have cafes and all specifically for Pokemon catchers. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've never played it myself, but I mean, uh, like I says, my console games is probably different. Even growing up, I wasn't more cartoon based. Like. <laughs> Probably the odd few, like, but a uh, n- not like the Pokemon. I think that's like that's really took on a world of its own, like a life of its own. Sorry, yeah. uh, and it really has, man. I mean, a lot of people do play. It. I mean, well, you, I mean, I know a lot of people that play it and enjoy it. Uh, and like it says, I don't get it. I don't get the Pokemon as such. A, uh, but like it says, it's just one of those things where I, I think to myself, you know, uh, if anything's took over. Massively, Pokemon would definitely be in that category of that did dominate the world at some point in life. Uh, yeah. I mean, I can't ever remember when it came out. I mean, I know I was young still when it came out when I was young. Uh, probably going to mid teens, I'd say. So, definitely. But we're going to call it a wrap there, Lewis, but much appreciated for coming on. So, I'll get to you in a minute. All right. So, like it says, cartoons, it just shows you, you know, you can talk about cartoons all day, but I mean, I mean, it's. Yeah, you could. You could, and there's some preference, like it says, Lewis has watched his ones and I watched my ones. I mean, my, fa- my all-time favourite growing up would probably be He-Man, just because obviously the 
the power of Grayskull shout was just really captivating me. And you were wait, itching to see it all the time. It's one of those things. Like, it made you wait, it made you wait. Like, cartoons more than nowadays. I mean, I think the cartoon nowadays, it probably takes over... Uh, that I can think of as Paw Patrol is the one that, that I see more than anything else that has pretty much gripped the world. But then there's so many things even before that. There was Lazy Town, that, and then before that, it was probably Funhouse, or it was like The Incredible Hulk, or, you know, Spider-Man, and then, you know, the later generation of Dragon Ball Z, and Dragon Ball GT, and then you had Ben 10, like was was saying, Adventure Time, or Land Before Time. You've got Flintstones, Jetsons, Simpsons, Family Guy, South Park. You've got Kings of the Hill. You've got, I'm trying to think at the top of my head, a Peppa Pig. And then you've got a My Little Pony. Just simple things like that. So, I mean, there's always a cartoon for everyone and it's everyone out there. And I think it's like it says, even to this day, if you watch a cartoon and it takes you back to your childhood and it makes you just forget about everything. I think that's what cartoons are designed for. And then obviously cartoons nowadays have changed, but still for a kid, man, I mean, I think it, you just, you sit there and on and, you know, it's one of those things where you just wish that the kind of world that you lived in then was the, the world that you live in now, wish it was like in that cartoon. I always remember growing up thinking, oh man, see if I was in Springfield just for an hour, man, I'd probably be the best day of my life. But uh, thanks Lewis for coming on. Definitely. Thank you. You're such a pleasant guest. Tip honest to God, you're hundred percent pleasant. So thank you so much for giving up your time. And uh, like I said, next episodes we've got one. Lewis knows this guy. Andrew will be coming on next week, some point to talk about computer games. We're going to be the night, but I had to get Lewis tonight because I've always been promoting this cartoon. So next time will be computer games. Lewis, you're more than welcome to join in if you want on that one. That'll be interesting. I'll see you three. And then. I've got one with a guy called, uh, another guy called Andrew, and uh, he's quite an interesting character altogether, and he's, uh, he's in his Comic-Cons, he's in his Star Trek, he's, I mean, he can speak Klingon, which amazes me, because, I mean, I wouldn't have thought, but he's such an interesting character, very passionate in what he believes in as well, so I really have asked him, and he's coming on, Neil who's coming on soon as well, very older generation than I am, but it'll be interesting to his, his take on his generation and what his preference of his generation to my one. Then we've got a lassie called Steph. She's coming from Woodstock in America. Woodstock, I've no idea where that is, but I'm pretty sure that's beside Pennsylvania she'll be on. Uh, she's in the midst of moving. And other than that, though, there'll be other guests. Generation of WWE, Golden Generation, Atrodera, and uh, the gold, uh, not the golden, uh, the ruthless aggression era. So I've got three different guests, or three different aspects, or three different takes on wrestling. And then obviously other ideas will come up with me and Paul as well. We've got the all-time ultimate football eleven, his eleven versus my eleven, and then obviously there'll be other imp- episodes going there. But this is the eleventh episode of talking rubbish with Boom. Like I says, I enjoy doing these podcasts. I enjoy talking to these guys. Uh, these guys different a different perspective from what I have and like I said it certainly opens your eyes and you learn a lot from other people as well when you're doing podcasts and like I said uh, when you guys listen you, you get to listen from a different side of me and obviously if you know Lewis personally then you get to see a different side of him and if you don't know him then you get to know him through this and then obviously you go from there but like I said so episode 12 will be some point next week pretty sure it will be the computer games one so we'll go from there but like I said much love much respect and I shall catch you guys soon